Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Supreme Court active today, very active today. We'll talk about that. Kamala Harris, the vice president, had something to say about one of the rulings. They're pushing this 18 cents a gallon um, tax abatement for a while or something, and that that 18 cents a gallon is going to really fix everything. That's what we're hearing from Karine Jean-Pierre. Got all that, and then some, and, and I had some more videos taken off of TikToks. Oh, yeah, it's a Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Carrie, how you doing? You good? I'm okay. You are okay. I agree. Seems I got to have a change of scene. Every night I Polo have making it happen. Sam and the Hizzy. Imprisoned by the way. for you. Left here on my own. Yes, the Supreme Court very active. Not, not Roe v. Wade yet. But they have decided on some things that are common sense. But I, I don't know. For some reason, there's some freak out over it. Let's go. Sing it on a Thursday. Come on. Almost Friday the weekend's almost here. It's how we do. I know that a lot of you don't find it interesting when I talk about uh, social media, but get over it. It's with us. It's here to stay. Social media's not going to go away anytime soon. So yesterday, Carrie, do you recall the the video that I made fun of that was from TikTok? Um, was it Think. about the president? No, no. no. Somebody telling uh-huh. us what we should and should not be able to do during the summertime. Oh, white people tanning. Yes. Yeah. White people cannot tan. Yeah. You're not allowed to tan unless you're an advocate or an ally or some other crap like that. So what I did was, now for those who weren't listening yesterday, A, why not? Um, hello. Monday through Friday, not asking a lot. Um, B, there's this blonde and blue, blonde hair, blue eyed woman who was telling white people who are about to go and get a tan for the summertime that they're not allowed to get a tan unless they can say Black Lives Matter and are somehow allies for the BIPOC people. 
So I made fun of her on my show. I, the video is still up right now on Instagram. It's up on Twitter. It's up on Parlor. It's up on Truth. It's up on Getter. But TikTok has taken the video down because I violated their community guidelines, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. In the video, all I said was, make sure you understand the rules going into the summer, white people. And then I played the video of this idiot woman saying the idiotic thing she was saying. And then I said, come on, or something like that. And they took the video down. The reason they gave for why it violates their community guidelines is that I was bullying and harassing her. (laughs) Here's a woman who told an entire race of people are not allowed to get a tan in the summertime. And she fine. That's okay. No problem. So uh, clearly, to, to stay on TikTok, you have to attack white people. You have to attack conservatives. You have to you have to attack Christians, or you have to be a hot chick wearing a thong doing the twerk. Do you do the twerk or do you just twerk? I think you just twerk. I think you just twerk. Yeah. So um, I'm not a hot chick wearing a, a, a thong, although I'm thinking about doing it mm-hmm. uh, and I just identifying however I want than just twerking. But um, which I think would go viral. Let's be honest. I think me I was going to say would go I would be behind them uh, yanking that video off. Please don't uh, say the word behind as we're talking about me twerking, if you could avoid that. Because I find that to be harassment, Ugh. to be honest with you. Let's <laughs> not say the word behind. Okay. Um, so, so, so honestly, you can go on TikTok all day, and there are people simulating sex all day. They're twerking all day. They're, they're shoving their butts in the camera. But I but they're not dare tell anybody. a woman. Yeah. I, I, again, I guess they're not. I guess they're not bullying anybody. They're just... They're just a bunch of skanks. So having said that, and by the way, if you're a skank who's twerking in the camera, whatever, do whatever you want to do. I'm a freedom and liberty guy. But for me to say, it's not okay for you to attack the white people and tell me I'm not allowed to get a tan if I don't support uh, the ripoff job that is Black Lives Matter, I can't do that. That's That violates the community guidelines. Now, normally on the TikToks, um, you can then appeal. So I click it so I can appeal them taking it down because obviously this is a mistake. You can't take down me just commenting on somebody who's harassing an entire race of people. They don't even give me the option to appeal it. It doesn't even show up. And I understand the knee-jerk reaction from those who are watching and listening. Why do you do the TikTok? They're stealing your data, blah, blah, Chinese company. I hear you. It's a simple one-stop thing for me. If I want to do a video, I do it on TikTok, then I can save the video, put it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Getter, Truth, Parlor, and I put it on all these sites. So whatever site you like, that same video that I posted yesterday is still available everywhere. Instagram is one of the biggest censors out there. They didn't take it down. Twitter is one of the biggest censors out there. They didn't take it down. But TikTok... Because I guess I wasn't thrusting my rear end in the camera. Um, they've decided that I can't make fun of somebody who's attacking an entire race of people. Carrie, listen, you and I don't agree on everything. And, and you give me a hard time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're pretty tight. I mean, am I missing something that all of these other sites think it's fine, but TikTok is not going to allow my commentary on another TikTok? No, that's why it's stupid. That's why I am not on that site or several other sites. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm just I'm just here to tell you it doesn't make any sense. And again, don't be sending me emails or sending me tweets and everything else saying, yeah, oh, you shouldn't be on there. It's a, the, the CCP. I know 
that they've got deep ties to the Chinese Communist Party. That's why they're pushing all of this simulated sex on TikTok. That's why they're pushing, you know, TNA on TikTok. That's why they're pushing twerking on TikTok. They want us to be more degenerate so they can say that they're better than us somehow. They're literally starting trends on TikTok to get women to be more revealing and to be more, you know, uh, um, sorted. S-O-R-D-I-D. So at the end of the day, I understand what I, what, I, what, what, I, what I was getting into going in. But I've got 120,000 plus followers on there. People want a conservative voice on there. People want my fun little stupid videos where I yell come on at the end on there. But it, 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 is, it is illogical to say this woman can attack an entire race of people, but I can't comment on her attack. That's illogical. It, look, if you're going to censor, censor across the board. She should have been censored for attacking white people. She wasn't. That's still available. It's still up there. It's very strange. I just thought I'd give you guys an update. I did. I, the, the video that I posted right after, the, uh, Carrie, is actually very direct. TikTok sucks. Okay. <laughs> Basically what it was. All right. And I've got you know, 10,000 yeah, views on that so far it. before they take that down. So, um, so there you go. I just thought that I would up, update people on that. The Supreme Court, very active today. There was a case in New York where uh, you really can't go and get a concealed carry permit in New York unless you show an absolute reason why you somehow need to have that right. Of course, the Second Amendment doesn't have that provision, and the Supreme Court makes a good decision today. Carrie, if you don't mind, let's outline the, the gun um, story out of the Supreme Court. Then I've got a comment from Kamala Harris, which is actually kind of laughable. What do you have? From the New York Post, the Supreme Court struck down New York's century-old law restricting the carrying of concealed firearms. Its first major Second Amendment decision in more than a decade and a ruling that could lead to more guns on the streets. In writing for the 6-3 majority, Justice Clarence Thomas said Thursday the law's requirement of New Yorkers who want a permit to carry a handgun in public to show proper cause that the weapon is specifically needed for self-defense, quote, violates the 14th Amendment by preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their right to keep and bear arms in public. Though the decision concerns New York law, it is likely to affect a handful of other states with similar permitting regimes, including California, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island. In a separate opinion concurring with, jo- with Thomas, Justice Brett Kavanaugh and Chief Justice John Roberts wrote that Thursday's ruling does not preclude state and local restrictions on gun ownership by felons and the mentally ill or laws banning the carrying of firearms in sensitive locations like schools and government buildings. A property interpreted the Second Amendment allows a variety of gun regulations, wrote Roberts and Kavanaugh, who also noted states can still make applicants for a firearm license, undergo fingerprinting, a background check, mental health records check, and training in firearms handling, and in laws regarding the use of force, among other possible requirements. But showing the the reason why is not something that ever should have been there, and it was there, and now you've got the left freaking out because people in New York will, will be able to defend themselves now against bad guys. You've got an uptick in crime at 30, 40, 50, 60%. I think the murder rate might be over 100% higher in New York, in New York City specifically. And people there, good people there, cannot defend themselves. We're seeing video from the subway, video from, from people at ATMs, video of people riding bikes down the street being shot, killed, jumped on, knifed, everything else, and they can't defend themselves. The bad guys in New York need to understand that New Yorkers have the same rights as everybody else to protect themselves via the Second Amendment. Well, Kamala Harris, who it's worth noting, is protected by good guys with guns all day, every day, 24-7, had this to say about the ruling. We, the president, myself, many of us are deeply 
concerned and troubled by the Supreme Court's ruling today. Um, it, it, I believe, defies common sense and um, the Constitution of the United States. It defies common sense and the Constitution of the United States for somebody in the United States to have the civil right as, as protected by the Second Amendment. It's a God-given civil right that we have the right to keep and bear arms, and it shall not be infringed. She, as she sat there, was protected by good guys with guns, does not fear for her safety. Yet she finds it to be against common sense, defies common sense, the Constitution of the United States. I, I I want to see these politicians get drug tested because what she just said doesn't make sense. So let's open the phone lines, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. People in places like New York now can go and apply to have a concealed carry permit without having to jump through some crazy hoops to prove why you need it. Um, Same thing in California, very restrictive. Same thing for those of you in Hawaii, very restrictive. This, This ruling will in fact affect everybody who is living in a city or state where they've made it so unbelievably hard to protect yourself that you can't do so. This now will allow you to enjoy the Second Amendment rights that the rest of us have been enjoying the entire time. More good guys with guns will stop all the bad guys with guns. Bad guys in New York will now be on notice. You mess with that guy, you mess with that gal, they might have a gun. That's what they should be thinking. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh-huh. Okay, What? I couldn't hear you, Carrie. What's up? Yeah, I think I think we all heard you. Not, not sure, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, I think we did. I think we did. So I've actually Leave done a couple of, of uh, parodies to that song that I never uh, have uh, have aired. Um, I've got uh, uh, Jim Lehman on today. He's running for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Arizona. And immediately people were asking me, are you going to talk to Blake Masters? I don't know who Blake Masters is. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, um, as much as I want to be in the know politically, um, these candidates have to contact me. And I'm not, it's not that I'm like the high and mighty, but I'm based in Texas. I'm on all 50 states. I think all 50 now. If not, we're close. 165 plus stations. I don't know everybody running for every race in every state, hmm. in every city, in every county, in every town. I just don't. Um, and if it's somebody who, who contacts us and I look into them, this guy's a businessman. This guy, um, uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb, is in his commercial with him. So I think that's pretty cool. 
Um, and here's a guy that, that wants to go and make a difference in Washington. If somebody, if Blake Masters, uh, and, and I guess he's also running for U.S. Senate out of Arizona, if he wants to come on, going to have to contact me. I'm not going not gonna to track everybody down. Um, and it's not, again, I'm not putting myself above anybody. If I track down everybody running for every race, every single show would be nonstop three hours of me interviewing candidates. And there are two or three candidates running for every office. So they've got to get a hold of me. If my show is important enough, um, that they want to get their message out and they think that they can get some traction out of being on my show, I'd be happy to talk to them. I would. I would be. So so that's the answer, and it's not a negative. I understand that people are very interested in the races in their cities and their states and their counties, but it's not something that I can cover every single candidate of, especially right now, where you've got probably thousands of candidates that are hoping to do something in November, and I just don't have the time. It would be boring radio anyway. So uh, the answer is no right now, but if they reach out to me, I'll certainly take a look. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, love having you along for the ride. Let me tell you about Newsmax. I know you've heard about this because I've been telling you about it for a while now. Greta is back. She's on Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time. In fact, when I turn on my smart TV, it's on Newsmax when I turn it on. Greta's taken on big business, big Washington, and big media at 6 p.m. Eastern every weeknight with her new show, The Record with Greta Van Susteren. Go ahead and DVR because it's on when I'm on. Um, and it's a great show. I really enjoy watching it. Greta always gives you the real news, and she leads a great night on Newsmax with Rob Schmidt, who's talking about Biden's economic train wreck, and then there's Eric Bowling exposing the woke agenda. More than 20 million Americans watch Newsmax. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. It's on all major cable and streaming platforms. If your cable system doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Demand it. If they won't carry it, switch to a system that does and download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. I've had it for a long time now, and it's come in handy many, many times. Watch it anytime. Anywhere you happen to be. So tune into Newsmax tonight for, for Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, and Eric Bowling. Make the switch today to Newsmax. I made the switch a long time ago, and I hope that you'll go and check them out as well. Let me go to the phone lines on this ruling about guns and New York. The idea that New Yorkers somehow didn't have a Second Amendment right, and that they could be so restrictive as to make you jump through a hoop and, and tell a story about why you really, really, really want to be able to protect yourself by carrying a concealed weapon, and then they can still turn you down anytime they want. I'm glad this ruling was made. And I don't want to hear any hypocrisy from Kamala Harris or Joe Biden or anybody in uh, Kathy Hochul, the freaking governor in New York. She came out with a statement today. As she's being protected by good guys with guns, she's complaining about regular New Yorkers being allowed to, to, to protect themselves with guns. It's just, it's so backward. Thank God we've got a, a 6-3 ruling today that made a lot of sense. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome at 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Jordan, Florida, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, Joe? Living the hey, dream, man. Talk day, to me. I really love you guys' show. Thank you. It's my, uh, daily, it's my daily listen on the commute home. Love it. So it's, uh, yeah, it keeps me encouraged. Good. I appreciate that. Thank you. What's on your mind? place initially is just utterly preposterous and the fact that you listed off five or six additional states many of which are in the northeast is likewise preposterous i mean it's utterly defiant of the the constitution in and of itself now it's hard you know this is just my opinion but i think any sort of restriction licensing permitting etc on guns is, is a defilement of the second amendment in and of itself but be it as it may further restrictions States, I think it's just utterly preposterous. I mean, you made a great point, Joe, that the fact that, you know, good people, common sense people have to jump through hoops in order to even 
be able to utilize the uh, amendment stated in the Constitution is an absurdity. And what it does, in my opinion, is create a a disproportionate advantage to the bad guys that don't care about laws. Yes. And so irrespective of whatever gun law you have in place, the bad guys are going to find the guns anyway because they don't care about laws. Right. So making laws against common citizenry and the people that are in good consciousness going to arm themselves for whatever reasons that they may have, it doesn't really matter what the state thinks about those uh, reasons that any individual uh, sovereign uh, human in this country has. But there should be no restrictions against that at all. No one should have to jump through hoops to be able to defend themselves, their families, or their community if they so choose. And, you know, Kamala Harris making that statement, I mean, I don't give her credit as saying anything logical or reasonable at all anyway. But to hear her make that statement and say that it defies common sense in and of itself is a defilement of common sense. I mean, and she says that it defies the Constitution. It's like, well, what Constitution is she referring to? Well, she said the United States of America. Yeah. Well, no. Actually, the ruling that they had prior to the 6-3 Supreme Court ruling uh, was in defilement of the Second Amendment and the Constitution. So where she gets her understanding from is just the I mean, it's got to be from the pits of hell because it makes no sense. Jordan, I hear you. I got to run, brother. I appreciate your comments. We're just about out of time. Yeah, for her to say that it defies the Constitution of the United States tells me she either hasn't read it or doesn't care. The constitutionally elected vice president doesn't understand the Second Amendment of the Constitution as she's being protected by good guys with guns. Much more to come. Keep it here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Appreciate you taking the time. Supreme Court very busy today. Now, anybody who's watched any sort of a police drama in the past, what, 30, 40 years probably knows the Miranda rights. Miranda rights would be you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. You can't afford one, want to be provided for you. I mean, that's pretty much the Miranda rights. Miranda was actually a criminal, if I'm remembering right, and uh, was not told that he had the right to remain silent and, like, admitted everything, and they used it against him in court, and then uh, his lawyer, and again, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this is in context. His lawyer brought up the fact that he was not was not told what his rights were, um, and nothing that he said should be used against him. And they started making them say what the Miranda rights were. They called them the Miranda rights after this guy that was arrested. So that was questioned as to whether if the cop doesn't say when arresting somebody, you have the right to remain silent, that if in fact what the person says then can't be used against them in the court of law, that was questioned. And it's such a part of our pop culture. In any police drama, you see this. In any of these live PD-like shows or cop shows, you'll hear this. We all are familiar with that right to remain silent. In fact, so much so that it's probably colloquial, and we should all know that we have the right to remain silent. But 
Having said that, there was some reason through this court ruling in the Miranda case that you have to actually recite it to the point to where police officers actually carry a card around with those Miranda rights on the card. Well, that was challenged today, and a ruling was made that, again, has the left freaking out. Carrie, if you would. From CNN, the Supreme Court limited the ability to enforce Miranda rights in a ruling Thursday that said the suspects who are not warned about their right to remain silent cannot sue a police officer for damages under federal civil rights law, even if the evidence was ultimately used against them in their criminal trial. Now, the court's ruling will cut back on an individual's protections against self-incrimination by barring the potential to obtain damages. It also means that the failure to administer the warning will not expose a law enforcement officer to potential damages in a civil lawsuit. It will not impact, however, the exclusion of such evidence at a criminal trial. Now, the court clarified that while the Miranda warning protects a constitutional right, the warning itself is not a right that would trigger the ability to bring a civil lawsuit. And Justice Samuel Alito, joined by the five other Republican-appointed justices, said that a violation of the Miranda right is not itself a violation of the Fifth Amendment and that we see no justification for expanding Miranda to confer a right to sue under the relevant statute. And Justice Elena Kagan, joined by other liberal justices, said the court's ruling was stripping individuals of the ability to seek a remedy for violations of the right recognized in Miranda. It's, it's kind of confusing. But, but here's what's being said. If I get arrested for something and the police officer doesn't say that whole you have the right to remain silent thing, anything you say can will be used in a court of law, um, if that isn't used and they, they stop me and I say, yes, I robbed the bank. Yes, I, I drove drunk. Yes, I fill in whatever, whatever the crime is. And I just admit it. And they didn't Mirandize me, which is what they call it now. Um, I can't claim that whatever I said can't be used against me and therefore sue for illegal arresting or something or legal detaining or whatever. Um, uh, Miranda is not in the Constitution. And I'm not really sure why this ruling was made that you must tell somebody they have the right to remain silent. Again, as a person in America, you should understand what your rights are. Why the person arresting you had to tell you what your rights were is very strange. Now, if I decide to stay quiet and I decide to stay uh, stay silent, not say anything, and they beat the snot out of me until I start talking, that's a violation of my rights, obviously. If you force me, if you compel me to speak then that is violating my Fifth Amendment right to not incriminate and not speak. But I never understood why the law enforcement officer was somehow forced to tell somebody that he or she is arresting um, that they have the right to remain silent. Why would that have to, why would that be necessary? I thought the original ruling in Miranda was wrong because again, from what I understand, what I remember, Carrie, you do me a favor, look up Miranda, the original Miranda case. I'm pretty sure he was a criminal. He did something wrong. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't told that he had the right to remain silent. So, I mean, again, um, you should know this. If you don't know this, that should be on you. I mean, is it really up to the government or the law enforcement officer to tell you what your rights are? I think it's up to us to know what our rights are granted by God and then protected by the Constitution. I never understood why the person arresting had to know that. Did you find, am I right? He was a criminal, right? Yes. Um, in 1963, he was arrested in Phoenix, Ernesto Miranda, Miranda, he was charged with rape, kidnapping, and robbery. Miranda was not informed of his rights prior to the police interrogation. During that interrogation, Miranda allegedly confessed to committing the crimes, which the police apparently recorded. 
Miranda, who had not finished ninth grade and had a history of mental instability, had no counsel present at trial. The prosecution's case consisted solely of his confession. Miranda was convicted of both rape and kidnapping and sentenced to 20 to 30 years in prison. He appealed to the Arizona Supreme Court, claiming that the police had unconstitutionally obtained his confession. The court disagreed, however, and upheld the conviction. Miranda appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, which reviewed the case in 1966. So... Because of that that Supreme Court case in '66, the Miranda warning was was told to every cop in the planet or in this country anyway that they had to say that so that the person knew to remain silent. Now keep in mind, those who are against the ruling today, those three justices today who are against it, and those on the left on Twitter and everywhere else, they actually are on the side of this guy who admitted to raping and robbing and being just a general bad guy. And this guy, Miranda, they agreed with him um, that he had the right to not admit what he did. I mean, the guy said, I did it. Now, I understand saying you should have counsel. And I don't think you should have to warn somebody they should have counsel. If you're going to interrogate somebody, there should be a right to have counsel. In fact, that right is in the Constitution as well, to have proper representation. So that should happen automatically. And if you can't afford a lawyer, then they will give you one. You shouldn't have to recite the whole damn thing. And if you arrest the guy and he says, hey, yeah, man, I did it. Well, then that should be good as gold. The guy said he did it. And then the whole idea that he had, well, he's got a history of mental illness, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't too mentally ill to take it to the Arizona Supreme Court. Wasn't too mentally ill to take it to to the United States Supreme Court. So again, here is the left siding with criminals. These two cases today in the Supreme Court. We'll take calls uh, on this right now. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Think about these two cases. One, they sided with the criminals because they want the criminals to have the ability to have guns, but not law-abiding citizens in New York and elsewhere. Okay, that's the first case, that the liberal justices were against the ruling. The second case, where the liberal justices are against the ruling, they're actually siding with the rapist, this guy Miranda. They're actually siding with the criminal who commits a crime admits to it, and they want to let the person off. I mean, think about that. Understand for a second what they're doing. They're saying that we should give some sort of protection, some sort of um, coddling of the bad person here. Doesn't matter who they victimized because they weren't told they have the right to remain silent. They weren't told that what they say will be used against them in the court of law. Really? Is that really who we want to be? Come on, man. I do have the case about this Miranda case that happened in 2014, if you want. I I don't know if you want the background on it. It involved uh, Terrence Tico. He was a hospital worker who was accused of sexually assaulting an immobilized female patient at a local hospital in 2014. At issue was not whether a defendant must be read his Miranda rights, but whether he can sue an officer for damages if he doesn't receive the Miranda warning for evidence introduced in a criminal proceeding. Carlos Vega, an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy, questioned Tico, although he failed to read him his rights as required by the 1966 precedent of Miranda versus Arizona, where the court held a defendant must be warned of a right to remain silent. Under that precedent, without the Miranda warning, criminal trial courts are generally barred from admitting self-incriminating statements made while the defendant was in custody. Tico ultimately confessed to the crime, was tried and acquitted even after the introduction of his confession at trial. Later, he sued the officer under a federal law, Section 1983, that allows suits for damages against a government official for violating constitutional rights. So he admitted it, too. Yeah. An immobilized patient was sexually assaulted by this guy. He admits it, 
But because the cop didn't say you have the right to remain silent, he walks free. And the three liberal justices are basically on his side, saying Tico should have been read his rights. Same, same people that would have been on the side of Miranda, two bad guys in our society doing bad things to good people. Just really let that sink in. And go to Twitter. Look up Miranda. Go to Twitter. Look up gun laws in New York. And you will see an entire side of the aisle, an entire radical left version of America in support of the bad guys, in support of stopping people from defending themselves. I mean, there's a level of indoctrination I'm having a hard time understanding because I just want to live through the guise of common sense and rationale. There is no rationale here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Simple question. Do you think that somebody who confesses should have a confession thrown out because the cop didn't say you have the right to remain silent. Do you really believe that? Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. The Joe Pag Show on your Thursday. Phone calls coming in about Miranda rights and this Miranda ruling that the defendant can't sue if the Miranda rights weren't weren't read. I don't know why we would have to read the rights. Uh, first of all, again, it's been part of our culture for for fifty some odd years now, fifty five years. That's first thing. Second thing is, how do you not know you have the right to remain silent? How, how is that possible? that you don't understand your very basic constitutional rights. It's only it's the fifth freaking amendment. It's not like it's deep into the 16 pages. It's Amendment 5. So I'm not, again, why law enforcement would have to remind you of that doesn't make any sense. And if somebody is, is admitting to doing something, and it's not under duress, and I do believe that you should have a, a lawyer present, without a doubt, that should be automatic. But if you're admitting something and you're not under, under duress, why would you overturn that because Miranda wasn't read? If the guy says, yes, I raped somebody, or yes, I sexually assaulted somebody, yes, I robbed that bank, yes, I blew up that car, why would you ever say, well, that doesn't count because you didn't say you've got a Fifth Amendment right? That doesn't make sense to me. We'll take your phone calls in a second. In the meantime, keep in mind, Congress can play games with finances. They can because it's not their money anyway. It's our money. So they can move the debt ceiling around. They can do QE2, and they can raise interest rates, everything else. We can't do that individually. If you're buried in bills trying to keep up with all the credit cards and signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares. Get off the treadmill. Get some total financial freedom right now. If you owe more than $10,000, why not get a hold of the team at Total Financial? They've been doing a great job for 15 years helping people like you resolve their debts and cut their payments many times in half. Just give them a call. All the questions you've got, they've got answers for you. 800-833-9444. And if you call now and mention my name, you can get a free book. It's called Debt Dietitian. you got to call 800 800- 833-9444. You've got to mention Joe Pags to get that book. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded people. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. No complaints ever. Give them a call right now. Total Financial is 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Mention my name and get that free book. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me see what you think about all this. Bob is in Minnesota. Bob, talk to me. 
Uh, I just want to say I was a patrolman for 25 years uh, back in New York. Thanks. And uh, and uh, the uh, I never did an investigation. I did all patrol work in the street. It okay. was all on-the-spot collars. You make on-the-spot on collars for any kind of crime. You got witnesses. You got hostile witnesses. You got victims. You put the guy in cuffs. You put him in the police car. You might have a broken hand or two broken hands because you had to take them in a fight. Yeah. You can't find a Miranda card because it's the middle of winter. You don't know what pocket it is in. And and like I said, you got to do all this other stuff. You finally get the guy into the detective division, and a detective would be there. The first thing the detective would do would would read him his rights, and and have him sign the card. So I never read anybody's their rights. But but what, what if the person told you something as part of you putting them in the back seat? They said, "All right, man, listen. I beat, beat the guy up. I raped the woman. I blew the building up. You can't use any of that, can you?" Well, well that's gonna, that's going to get thrown out. But I don't have time to deal with this guy. I got victims, mo- maybe multiple. Yeah. Witnesses, hostile witnesses. I might have a traffic problem. I don't have time. I don't have time. Bob, I got you. I appreciate you. Um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I hear you. By the way, I said thank you because I appreciate you you being law enforcement for as long as you were in New York. Um, I don't think that the patrol person, I don't think the first person showing up should have to worry about reading anybody their rights. I don't think that that should have to happen. And if somebody admits to doing it, then that admission should count. That confession should count unless they were beaten to a pulp until they admitted something they didn't do. That's why you have to have a lawyer uh, who is who is there with somebody in an interrogation room. But to put the onus on the on the cop like Bob and say, you've got to read this person their rights or else anything they say is not going to be admissible, that's ridiculous. You know, in the heat of the moment, the guy might say, yeah, I did it. I shouldn't have done it, but I did. I stabbed the guy. I shot the person. I did this. You can't use that? That's nuts. And in both these cases, we're talking about Tico and also Miranda. They were bad people who did something bad. They admitted to doing something bad. It's crazy to me. Back at it's going to be uh, George in Battle Creek. George, what's up? Yes, I, I think the problem is a lot of people don't understand their rights. We haven't read the Constitution, and even if we did, we're not a lawyer. Uh, I think we should keep the Miranda rights, and the problem being that we have all these illegals here or legal immigrants that don't read our language or speak our language. Best example is probably recently here in Grand Rapids, we had the officer that shot the one person who didn't speak English. If he had arrested him and the guy started talking, he could definitely say, you know, you didn't tell me my rights. I don't even know your language. In fact, they had to write the letter to the parents about from the police chief in their language, whatever it was, Swahili or something. I, I do think that we didn't study the Constitution like a lawyer would. And it's not too hard for uh, ask an officer or a detective to have a card and make sure that they know what our rights are and we know what they are. Well, George, a couple of things. You got the case wrong in Grand Rapids. He spoke English. Uh, The second thing is I think it was ridiculous to charge that cop because I watched that video, and this guy was fighting the cop the entire time. I think the cop will be found not guilty. Third, it's not that hard to understand that you have the right to remain silent. I mean, for God's sakes, it's one short little thing. You have the right not to say anything. And, George, you really want somebody who admits to a crime who says, I did it, to be let off because he wasn't read a card? Really? I don't want him to, and I hope the officer gets off like he says, innocent, 
But the problem is, how did we know he knew his rights or we know anybody knows their rights? Because this guy had, because this guy had been arrested several times in Grand Rapids. He had a long arrest record for stealing cars. And yes, he spoke English. So I, I understand what you're saying. And if you cross all the T's and dot all the I's, perhaps we'll get the bad guys every single time. I understand that. But the cop shows up and the guy says, I killed her. I killed her. I did it. I did it. You're not allowed to use that because the guy didn't read the card yet? Come on. Not under our law. We aren't listening. Well, not anymore. No, that was changed today. That, that's that's why I think it's a good ruling. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I appreciate you hanging out. Good discussion. Keep it here. We're coming back. Much more to the show. This is the Joe Pags Show.